Thank you. <laughs> oh, there's a cat outside. Yeah. Cat. Um, I'm singing. I'm standing in a store and I'm singing. And you're my dad. And you had me, but you didn't know. And I'm here because I love you. I love you. I love you. Okay, how about if I said, you don't smell like Santa. You smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> you sit on a throne of lies. Elf. There, there we go. go. <laughs> There's hope for you yet. Your voice was too high. That's why I was getting confused. Yeah, well, I'm a girl. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but still, when girls sing songs that guys sing, sometimes it's a little... Yeah. I mean, he goes high. I know. So I just, you know. Went higher. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Hey, guys. Welcome back to my favorite haunting, the podcast. Hey, look, we did it in the beginning this oh time. Oh, my God. Look at us go. <laughs> oh, I'm Ames. And I'm Mel. Oh, my God. This is episode 12 and or season two, episode two. I'm just going to say episode 12. Okay. That's 12. fine. Yeah. 12. We're just going to keep numbering them till they get into billions. Twelve golden rings. <laughs> you know what I almost started to say? <laughs> Four calling birds, because that's the order that the numbers go. I did too, and then I was like, no, it's eleven calling birds, ten French hens, nine turtle doves, <laughs> and eight partridges <laughs> in a pear tree. Where's my granny? Because it's five golden rings. That's why you confused me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have one ring that rules them all. Yo, fandoms collide. <laughs> Christmas and Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> one ring to rule them all. Um, but this is a podcast about ghosts. Yes, it is. Welcome back to the shit show, folks. <laughs> good to be back how do you feel being back um sure that hiatus we had good i'm just a little nervous our numbers keep going up um yeah they are still in so um as of the last episode so we checked the numbers and um we had 12 listeners in australia and three in canada and 11 billion in the no it wasn't that high um two something what, what yeah 200 something in the u.s so <laughs> it was 288 total whatever i don't know i don't do number science um <laughs> but so um uh looking again um the numbers are still going up a little bit which is really fucking awesome you guys um it blows our mind that you guys actually enjoy us yeah this, is, this was just started on a whim and hi how are you <laughs> um uh and we would love to hear from you guys so the, part of the reason this is such a surprise is that nobody interacts with us yeah um we're starting to get so that jen from pennsylvania yes. who emailed us she has jumped on our facebook and our instagram bandwagons um and we also have a twitter and you can search all of those things for My Favorite Haunting. Our handles on Instagram and Twitter are at My Fave Haunting, My F-A-V Haunting. And then, you know, Facebook, 
my favorite haunting it'll come right up um and we also have a facebook group that we don't use yet um but it's there and you're welcome to join and and post some stuff and and make some friends and we love interaction we love hearing from people um and along that vein i have well we have a gripe <laughs> and oh yes the, the the thing that really gets me though is that i like kind of bugs me is that like I like to say I don't care because we are doing this just for fun. Yeah. And if people love it, great. And if they don't, okay, bye. But <laughs> it, it bugs me. If you're going to give us a two-star rating, can you please tell us why? Yeah. Like, that's fine. That's your opinion. It's allowed. Um, but it it's kind of not really fair to do that and not give us, like, something to improve on. Yeah. Um, unless it was the tangents because that just is. And Yeah, and you could just put tangents and be done yeah and unrelated material and then we'd be like okay that's fine that's your preference yeah no hard feelings exactly thanks for stopping by (laughs) um but we do have a new review on itunes yay that Um, makes two that makes two (laughs) (laughs) well we've got right now we're rocking an average of four and a half stars that's cool on 14 ratings Including that, what well, I'm pretty sure it doesn't break it down, but I'm pretty sure it's just one two star. Um, I, w- I would think so because that's the rest are fours and fives. To a get four and a half, I would think it would just be yeah. Fun. But like, I'd still love to like if the person who did that is still listening. I'd love to hear why. Like, you don't have to put it on there. Like, you can shoot us an email or a DM. You know, we're kind of nice. Usually, Most of the time. <laughs> usually, um, unless we're hungry. Angry. <laughs> um, but so the screen name says Donnie slash Nona. So I don't know if this is two people or a name and a nickname, but Donnie slash Nona rated us five stars and says, We are entertaining and enjoyable. Enjoy your podcast. Keep them coming. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. That was super sweet of you. You're great. Go follow our social media. <laughs> No, but that, like, those things make my day. Yes. You know? Like, it's always just, like, I live my life for myself, but it's always, it makes me so happy to know that I made somebody else happy. Yeah. So, that's just just a little side note for you guys. Um, also, if you happen to have watched our live Facebook video, that at this point would have been a few weeks ago. <laughs> but um, we did a live Facebook video of mostly me rambling. and yeah. uh... <laughs> Just saying we're still here. <laughs> we're still here. We're Just recording. <laughs> to let you guys know the episode is coming. But I think that's something that we want to try to do a little bit, like, periodically, is do, like, a live video. Yeah. And it'd be great if people, like, <laughs> watch live interact. Because we love, we love audience interactions. And, you know, we can't get better if we don't hear from you guys. So. Absolutely. With all of you listening. Come on. <laughs> get on board with this. We're fun. We don't bite. I mean, unless that's what you're into. But <laughs> I need dinner I'll leave first. the biting for you. Yeah, I need dinner first. <laughs> Otherwise, I might go to cannibalism well i mean if i'm hungry right and then i'll just be like okay i'm gonna stop that that's weird yep (laughs) that one needs to stop but anyways but um so the point was you guys are awesome and we're so glad you're hanging in there listening to us um yeah so that's my shtick yes and uh 
So last episode was the winner of our listener poll. Our our, our super secret double covert poll that nobody knew about. Not even us. (laughs) Until after the fact. Yes. Um, We did Australia. So we're going to be doing the runner up with Canada with three who listeners. at the time had three listeners. Yeah. They have they have a few more now. <laughs> we're going to wait for some more numbers to roll in before we start announcing yes. where we're at, but it's it's a pretty good it's a pretty good upward trend. I'm I'm happy. Yes. I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. I, I yeah. I was very pleasantly surprised. <laughs> we we'll, we'll wait. We'll, we're going to wait a little bit. Just a little bit. We'll see what happens in the next little while. Yeah. <laughs> But it's looking really good, you guys. That just, that it, you don't even know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So second place, Canada. Because Australia had 12. 12 listeners. And, and Canada, Canada had, had three. three. <laughs> and so, I mean, the U.S. had the most. But, like, we live here and most of our stories are already based yes. here anyway. So um, Canada gets the consolation prize. Thank you. <laughs> Take it. Take it our second episode of season two. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Canada. Um, so who's going first today? Oh, I went first last time. I won the coin toss. Okay, so I'll go first this time. And I did somewhere from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, our very close neighbors. Right across the lake. Yep. And it is the Keg Mansion. I don't know if you're familiar with the keg steakhouses up there, but apparently it's a chain. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. One. <laughs> I looked at one of them, but it's no longer a keg. It's it's like a bike shop now. Oh. That's, that's not the one you did, no. is it? Okay, no. Okay. I saw that and I was like, really? There's more than one of them? So I guess it's a chain. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I was just like, oh, that used to be... Um, like a, it sounded like a sports bar and grill type of place or something, or a um, bar restaurant. It's really fancy, and it's really fancy. It's not, it's not oh. a sports bar. It's oh. it's a steakhouse. It's like, yeah, it's I don't know. Most things, I think, if it's a chain, it's not really fancy. Well, the inside pictures of this place look really fancy, but of course, it is in a mansion. Like so, a, a real their mansion flagship. Ooh. It is. It was their flagship place. Yeah, cool. But yeah, it's also franchised to other locations in Canada that I'm are not, not sure. mansions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure. I didn't look into that part because that wasn't really irrelevant. <laughs> but this one is on 515 Jarvis Street, and it... wait, I'm sorry. Did you say Jarvis Street? Yes, it is on Jarvis Street. Wait, wait, wait. It's in Toronto? Yes. I know Jarvis Street. I've parked on Jarvis Street before. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. And, nope. I, and I only say that because the last time I was up there and I was with Karen <laughs> and we, we drove into the city and we made it. I think like the street right before it was like Heroes Lane or something oh. like that. <laughs> So we had a, and I have a, a Jarvis bumper sticker on my car. Uh, so it was, it was great laughs. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Okay. No, go ahead. Um, and it is viewed as one of the most haunted places in Toronto. So this was originally built in 1867 by Arthur, Arthur 
McMaster, the nephew of William McMaster, founder of McMaster University in Hamilton, Canada. I keep (laughs) waiting for you to say something like McBurger Town or something. I think that's from Family Guy. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in eight, in 1882, Hart Massey, M-A-S-S-E-Y, Massey, Massey, I don't know, but I'm, I don't know, um, bought the house, and his daughter Lillian eventually took over the running of the house and the family interests, and she renamed it Euclid Hall. And in 1915, Lillian died. Um, old age. She got old. <laughs> and um, she left the building to the University of Toronto's Victoria College. Shortly after Lillian's death, a maid hung herself from an oval vestibule that was above the main staircase. So... I have a picture of this that we can put up. It's kind of hard to tell in the picture, but I also came across a um, news... I was gonna, it's not an article because it's video. Oh, my gosh. Story. A news story um, <laughs> that a Canadian channel did last year on um, Friday the 13th. Um and it shows it a lot better because the cameraman comes and he comes on it and then he looks down through it so you can see like exactly what because it's a big oval thing in the middle of the second floor that like is open to the the first floor so she like tied a noose around the banister and like mm. went over and they found her swinging above the foyer oh jeez And some say that she killed herself because she was so distraught over Lillian's death that she she was just so sad that she just Mm. wanted to die too. And then there's other stories that say that she was having an affair with a member of the family and she was afraid it was going to, that information was going to get out after Lillian's death. And she was, you know, terrified of people finding that out. No one knows for sure, but in the, but in that um, news story, the um, person that giving the the journalist the um, tour was said that it was because she was sad over Lillian's death, but not know for sure. In uh, 1927 to 1929, the manor served as the home of the first. Toronto radio station, CFRB, which is now News Talk 1010 up in Toronto. And then from the 1920s, I couldn't find an exact date for when this, when the art gallery opened there. I couldn't, I couldn't tell if the art gallery was there at the same time as the radio station or if they were at different points. But from the 1920s to the 1960s, it was an art gallery. And then... In 1960, it was um, bought and uh, turned into a restaurant called Julie's Mansion. And then in 1976, it became the home to the Keg Restaurant, and it was renamed Keg Mansion. 
So when you first said keg mansion, yes, you know what I pictured, right? <laughs> a giant keg. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's like the first thing. I think that might have contributed to my internal visualizing mm-hmm. of what the keg actually is. Oh yes, <laughs> because <laughs> I don't immediately associate kegs with steak. <laughs> Yes, um, I think, I can't, I can't remember exactly, but it's either called just The Keg, like the actual restaurant, Mm -hmm. or it's The Keg Steakhouse. One of those two is like what the actual restaurant is called, but the building is called Keg Mansion. Right. And um, one other tidbit of information is about the secret tunnel that is underneath them. Shut your face. Face. Go. Like many Victorian houses at the time, oh. the Keg Mansion had a secret tunnel. And this one um, connected it to the Wellesley Hospital building. And it's rumored that um, Hart Messey or Messy um, used this to um, bring his son in for treatment. And people think that this son is. Frederick Victor Messay. Um, they, the story I found that said this said he died when he was fourteen, but then every I googled his name in particular, and everywhere else I found his like birth and death dates, and he was twenty three years old when he died, but he did die of pulmonary complications. So mm, he probably so he had, like, was ongoing health issues. I think he yeah he had some chronic things, and um. Wait, what year was that? For what? When he died? I didn't write or that down. Decade? Ballpark? Um, when he was alive? So I'm wondering if that was during, like, when TB was really huge. I'm trying to think. Um, he died in the... Well, he died... In the 1890s, I want to say. Okay. Or it was the late 1880s, one or the other. Okay, yeah, that's all I was looking for. Like, okay. <laughs> well, I was period. I was trying to figure out between when they bought the house and when Lillian I need died. The <laughs> exact year, month, date, day of the week, the hour, the minute. I need all of that. Go. Okay. <laughs> She's ignoring me. Yes, I am. I'm moving, I'm moving on to the hauntings. <laughs> okay, so the first thing is um, the apparition of the maid can be... Um, people have said they've seen her hanging from a rope in the um, foyer area. Mm. Um, so this is um, ke- like keg staff when they close at night and uh, she is only seen hanging hanging by the stairs like she's never seen anywhere else in the mansion another thing is there's lots of reports of hearing sounds of children's footsteps and playing and like running around 
and then there's the woman's bathroom up on the second floor. Stall doors reportedly unlocked by themselves, and some customers say they feel as though someone is watching them. Mm-mm. That's rude. Yes. And um, Lillian's ghost is seen wandering around the second floor, and her presence has been particularly felt in that bathroom, and um, which used to be her bedroom, which makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> and um, I was picturing a whole like moaning Myrtle situation. <laughs> well, uh, yes, the, the people feel like she's watching them, and. Um, Unlock, unlocking the door and it like slightly opens and they've heard toilets spontaneously flushing faucets and hand dryers turning on and none of them are automatic ones <laughs> <laughs> no like in the video it's it's from last year it's from 2018 so like they pan the bathroom the the hand dryer is the push button. You can like see mm-hmm. that's the push button one, and I'm like, ah, that's funny. You watch it turn on. Uh, no, no, no. I'm saying that you could see that it's a push button one, so it's not like a sensor that's. Oh, so they're just showing trip. you the bathroom. They didn't get like oh, activity on it. No, no, no. Oh, it's okay. not. It's not any. I'm like, what? They got a video of it turning on by itself. It's no. amazing. I wish. Me yeah, too. so all that stuff happens when nobody else is in the bathroom. So it's like one single person by themselves that experienced this. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, this they... is why women always go to the bathroom together. <laughs> so they don't get scared by t- <laughs> toilet haunting ghosts. <laughs> exactly. And, Listen, um... I need you to watch my back while I pee, okay? <laughs> like, that's I'm vulnerable. I need a partner. Not in, Not, like... With me, I'm gonna stop now. Continue. Okay, yes. Story. <laughs> and um, they also have reported hearing the toilet dispensers rattling, like someone's using them, but there's no one else. Toilet there. dispensers? They have a dispenser that gives paper, out toilet, toilet paper. Dispenser. Oh, toilet paper. Okay. <laughs> oh, like it's like with that, like that, pe- that yeah. yeah. when you pull it. Yeah. The I want that as my ringtone now. You know what I mean, though. It makes yes. that noise. <laughs> and um, so sounds of laughter come from the upper floors when they are unoccupied. Many people have heard sounds of children playing, which I already said. I don't know why I have it here twice. <laughs> because children playing when there are no children is creepy. Um, yes, especially since at a, after a certain hour, kids are not allowed in the restaurant anymore. And people still hear children. Or see um, the ghost of a little boy. Do you think that's... um, Who has been seen? Could it be what's-his-name? I forgot his name already. That died of the the guy's kid. Even though he was an adult when he died, maybe, like, his ghost is young. Because, like, remember from the last episode, Emily in the train tunnel? Like, people Mm -hmm. have seen her at 51 when she died, and people have seen her younger. I mean, I guess so. He had... They had... Um, the the Messes had one son that died in infancy, and then that one that died at twenty three, and then six years before that, his the oldest son died at thirty one. So I mean, they could be there. 
damn that poor family <laughs> jeez that sucks yes um the little boy that's seen i lost my place where'd it go oh um he's seen running up and down the staircase and sometimes he stops and looks out over the crowd of diners and like just watches them and um there's footsteps that people hear like quickly running towards them um, and like they're coming around from like a corner or something and like no one comes around the corner like the footsteps just stop like they're coming directly towards you and then no one's there mm-hmm. huh, that's nice mm. in the dining area patrons have reported feeling being watched especially in the parlor room some diners have seen the spirit of a man milling around, and then he disappears without as exiting through any doorway. And there are intermittent cold drafts felt, and lights flicker off and on for no apparent reason. And then there's the experience of Mia, and she said that it, this was her first time going to the Keg Mansion, and she had heard the stories about the washroom and the kids and that kind of stuff. And she knew that the maid hung herself. So it's like she was aware of some of it. And then after they had didn't like her and her fiance were there. And after they had dinner, they took a tour to like, look at all the stuff and see what was going on. And she ended up using the ladies room. And then she, you know, went back to meet up with her fiancé, and she felt, well, first she felt like she wasn't alone in the bathroom. And then when she came out, she looked at the stairs, and a woman dressed in a dark, old-fashioned dress looked at her, and she thought it was a keg, a keg employee, and that, um... You know, that she was just, you know, someone working there. And she walked past and said hi, but the lady didn't respond to her. And she thought, you know, it kind of felt a little weird. So she asked the host about it. And he said there were only four male servers working that night. No women at all. And then definitely no one in, like, old-fashioned garments. No. No. I'm looking at their menu right now because I want to see if they serve anything you can eat. Because <laughs> I already want to go. And now I'm looking at the picture of the front of it and I'm pretty sure I've walked by it. Yeah. Or driven by it. Actually, no, I feel like we probably drove by it because I think I remember Karen telling me, like, that's a steakhouse. Maybe. <laughs> I, might, I might be making it up, but I don't know. But I'm also like, Karen! <laughs> Okay. We're going to eat here next time. Oh. <laughs> um, so in that news footage that I found of the um, the story that they did on uh, Friday the 13th last April, the, um, who was it? It was a bar manager was showing the reporter around and um, telling him all this stuff about what happened where and things like that. And she told him about a personal experience that she had. So there's this... The, I, I think it's the main staircase, and it's like flight of stairs, landing, flight of stairs, landing mm-hmm. type staircase. Yeah. And then 
on one of these landings, there's a mirror on the wall, and it's flanked by two sconces. And she said when she turned on the light, it one light looked normal. The other light was really bright white. And um, like in the beam that went up against the wall, she said she saw a skull. And then the light shattered. She didn't specify if it was the light bulb or the whole, because they look like they have glass on the front. Right. She didn't specify it was if it was just the bulb or the, or the bulb and the glass lamp. or what, but. Something shattered. Yeah. And then the light went out. Oh my God. Now, I have a bone to pick with this. <laughs> pick it. <laughs> because I've had a similar kind of experience that was all oh natural <laughs> no supernatural involved so i have this was it a like the voltage was too high no um i i mean i don't know what could cause it on a sconce because i gaunce so funny <laughs> word because what ha- what happened with me with me is it was um this little desk lamp thing it's like a, one of the touch lamps so it just has a little circular base mm-hmm. straight pole and like a umbrella type top mm-hmm. and uh i forgot what they're called what kind they're called the light bulbs that are like ovally type shaped like taper or flame like looking thing yeah, I, don't I don't know, know. Oh, ovally shaped yeah so i was dusting one day so i moved it off of the the shelf it was on and set it down and on like a soft surface and it, I accidentally knocked it off and it hit the floor. So I let the light bulbs hit the floor. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I like tested it to see if it was okay if I broke the bulb or whatever. And it seemed perfectly fine. So I just like went about my business and later that later that day I turned it on and it was like super bright. And I was like, that's weird. That thing is usually like really dim because it's only a 40 watt bulb in it. And then it was on for a minute or two, and then the bulb exploded. Go! And little hot pieces of glass no! flew everywhere. Oh, that's terrifying. Like, paranormal or not, that's like your light bulb just, exp- like, you turn on your light and the light bulb just explodes. Like, yeah. not even goes out. Because, like, even that startles me. Like, I flip a switch and it was just that light bulb's time. Yeah. And it, like, you know, flares and then goes out. And it yeah. always makes me, like, jump. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine yeah, the light like, actually explode. Watch that happen at night when I go to bed. Well, I had this um, a, a book laying on on the shelf next to it, and one of the pieces of hot glass landed on it and had a fabric book cover over it, and it melted a hole right through it. <clears throat> wow. And I was like, whoa, that got hot. So, I mean, I can't explain the skull face, but... My lamp was, like, an upside-down lamp. It wasn't, like, up against something mm-hmm. to, like, see a reflection of anything. But still, it but... could easily be an electrical issue. Yes, it could be. And that was, like, it was a little too, like, I've had a close enough experience that I questioned it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, who knows? Someone could have spookified it. Spookified. I don't know. <laughs> the ghost is possessing the light bulb. Light bulb? Light bulb. <laughs> no light for you. Kaboom. Yeah. Kablooey. So, that is the Keg Mansion. 
their menu won't load on my computer. Aww. Um, but it does say that it's casual dining. Oh. It just looks fancy. <laughs> it, it does. It looks really fancy. No, it does. There. It looks like a little mini castle. It's pretty. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 99% sure we've driven by it. <laughs> it looks familiar enough to me. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was something else I was going to say about it. Oh, yes. That makes me want to get a job there just <laughs> so I can close up at night and see oh things. Like if the most common occurrence is um, the staff seeing stuff as they're closing, like that makes me want to. Yes. Because how oh. else am I going to get in there? I can't eat there every night. I'll have a heart attack in like two weeks. Yeah. I forgot to mention that they have a, like a, a ghost book or a spirit book. I can't remember what they called it. It's, like a guest book for encounters? Yeah, and they, like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, full of it, and they, they let people look at it. Like you just Yeah, they them. do, and I'm going to look at it the next time I go there. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Who, incidentally, sent in viewer mail for my story. Oh. Um, we don't have to jump into that immediately, though. Was there any... Thing out was that it for that yours? was it that was all of it there was nothing about the food no i'm sorry i didn't oh. look at the food i mean yeah. i looked at one picture of the food because when i was looking up pictures trying to see if anyone caught any like spirits on camera all the food photos came up not all of them oh. just a really gross one of some kind of like roast beef or steak or something it looked you mean gross. delicious um while i was perusing their website just now there is a picture of this really wicked looking burger that i want to shove <laughs> into my face and they have a gluten-free menu oh so nice that's awesome i'm down i am there give me all the steaks <laughs> i haven't had steak in so long i haven't had like real meat in so long i shouldn't cave Trying to go vegan is hard. I should stay <laughs> semi-vegan. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I had red meat. Wait, can I? No, I can't. I was 12. <laughs> were you really? I thought you were a vegetarian your entire life. I thought you never had red meat. <laughs> Not so? No. Oh. You didn't like it? No. It wasn't made right. Oh, no, it's just, no, 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 it's mm, gross. I had a steak pad tay once. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, no, well, here's the thing. So the idea of it was really gross, but then I tried just a little bit because it was before I had food Issues. restrictions. <laughs> yeah, when I could eat whatever I wanted, and I prided myself on that, and I missed those days. Um, but it was one of those, like, I'll try it, like, you got to try everything once, right? Unless it's looking at me. If it's looking at me, I'll... No. But it didn't have eyes. So um, I tried a little bit of it. Mm -hmm. And it was so good. It was like steak sushi, I guess. I don't know. But it was like... And I was really... I'm like, I'm going to get worms. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get so sick from this. But it like the, um, the place that served it was like decent and reputable. And mm -hmm. it's like, one of their things. Yeah. It was like one of their like unique food menu things and it was actually really good I'll, i would never do it again like it was like <laughs> one of those things where it's like okay i tried it and that's it and it was enjoyable but yeah. um yeah no i don't need to do that again <laughs> so i probably will end up with worms or salmonella or something well steak doesn't have salmonella right no that's chicken <laughs> and fish oh yeah those things 
Yeah, fish is like the only thing that I'm pescatarian, I guess. I think I can say I've officially crossed over into pescatarian. I don't know what that means. <laughs> fish. Oh, that's it? Yeah. I only eat fish. Nothing else. No vegetables, no fruits. <laughs> yes, fish. No. You're yeah. a bear? <laughs> <laughs> no, they eat, oh. they eat berries and stuff. And honey. And honey. Um, oh, I do have honey in the pantry for tea. So I can't be completely vegan, but I would say I'm, I'm, I'm rocking a, a solid, like 92% on the veganism. V- because, because it's a product of bees. That's why it's not vegan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's an animal byproduct. It comes from. That's, that's just weird. You mm-hmm. don't think of it that way, but it is. I mean, they, there's they a lot. There's so, if you start <laughs> like if you started trying to follow that lifestyle, there are a lot of things that you don't realize, like nope that comes from an animal i can't even like your clothing or yeah like it's not just what you're eating like your um body products any clothing that comes from an animal you don't have anything leather not real leather oh (laughs) i'm like i swear you had like something that had a real leather on it i don't Um, think so but i mean even like any kind of like fur or hair or feathers so even like wool is yeah that comes where does wool come from i know but like it's not i I don't know because it didn't kill the animal did you kill the bees to get the honey no (laughs) i don't know yeah well but that's the but that's what i'm saying like these things that you don't think about until you are trying to convert to that lifestyle that it's like oh no can't have that can't do that like my shampoo um i didn't realize has um egg whites in it Really? That's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. It's a, oh, I forget the brand is called, but it comes in like a weird shaped bottle. It's like short and squat and mm. it's supposed to be like really good for your hair because yeah. it's got egg whites in it. Um, and it is a good shampoo. I didn't realize it had egg whites in it. Um, oh, I, I do have, I do eat eggs. Oh, that's right. So I guess not quite pescatarian. Um, but getting there, working on it. That's that. Learn to look at that. It's a, it's a learning podcast. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyways, yeah. So, I was saying I had started to kind of lead into mine. So, um, so good friend Karen, um, she is my Canadian friend who lives in Brampton, Ontario, which is not far from Toronto. Um, and when... Well, it was kind of, okay. So I didn't specifically mention to her, I don't think that we were going to do a Canadian episode, but it was already like kind of in my mind. Like Mm -hmm. it was already like I had planned it. Yeah. And, um, for, for the Canadian runner up consolation prize. (laughs) And, uh, but then she emailed me and she's like, you need a Canadian episode. (laughs) I was like, get out of my head. (laughs) Um, and she sent me a bunch of links for her town of Brampton. Um, and there were a few. And they're actually, so when you were talking about the bathroom in yours, one of the yeah. the stories that I came across in Brampton, and of course I can't remember where it was. It's, um, it used to be like a, a courthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's like a... Oh boy, I don't remember what they called it. But it's been converted into something else. Some kind of um, art center or something, I think. Um, 
but and that would have been a fun one to do be for the historical significance but they only had really one story oh and that's not helpful for our purposes <laughs> but it was a bathroom story and oh. i immediately and it's a ladies room so i was immediately <laughs> like oh my god they have moaning myrtle but it was it's basically um a a woman by herself will be in the bathroom there's nobody else in the building or in the area or, or whatever for however they know that there's nobody else com- actually coming in mm-hmm. um and then so the she'll be in the stall doing her business and then the door will open and close and then footsteps mm-hmm. and the sink will run and then the hand dryer will run and mm-hmm. then footsteps out and the door opens and closes and I guess this happens pretty commonly and then whoever's in the bathroom will come out and be like who was just in here uh-huh. and you know whoever else is there to say like nobody it was just you and like mm-hmm. they've never seen like feet to go with the footsteps huh. so you know like you, yeah. someone you peek through the crack or underneath or something like yeah. no there's nobody there <laughs> so it just the, when you were saying about that and I was like is that the one I read? But that was actually in Toronto and all of the ones I looked at were in Brampton Yeah, so it couldn't have been the same one yeah but it just it like funny rang very <laughs> familiar um so canada has a lot of moaning myrtles i guess apparently they just like they want to hang out in the women's bathroom they don't want you to feel lonely in there um are but they're not hanging out like in the u-bend yeah that's good which i guess yeah because i feel like that would sit on <laughs> you don't want to sit on anyone's face that's rude usually hi welcome to the podcast (laughs) (laughs) so what i did end up picking from brampton is the heritage theater uh which was originally called i don't know because did i write it down of course not (laughs) why would i do that um but it doesn't matter because the name changed fairly early, I think. Uh, it was built in 1922. It opened in 1923. And it was right at the time, like, it opened still in time for silent film. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of as the talkies were yeah. starting to um, be a thing. Mm-hmm. So the theater adapted for that, for sound. And... Um, but it was originally for silent film and vaudeville. Oh. Um, so let's see. Where am I in my timeline? Um, for the time that it opened, Brampton today. It's funny because I was reading this and they're like, for a small town. And I'm like, Brampton's fucking huge. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think when um, I'm trying to remember what the population sign said. But it's like, so as you're driving up there from uh I go over at uh, Lewis- no Lewiston. Oh okay. no, yeah, I because Niagara Falls is all tourists. Oh yeah, so that's right. you go a little bit further north, and there's Lewiston, Queenston Bridge, something like that. But that's where I usually go over, and it, there's usually like no wait or maybe oh, like one yeah. car. Okay, I except see. for that time I was coming back over Labor Day weekend and I was surrounded by like 500 Ontario plates and then I got pulled aside for a search. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yep, I'm the only American coming home, but search my car. (laughs) 
it's a mess but there's nothing in there that shouldn't be so good luck let me know when you're done so where was i yeah brampton um but i guess in the 20s it wasn't so big but i think like i know like so that's what i that's where i was coming like driving up there so you pass mississauga which is right next to it and their population's like i don't know i don't remember (laughs) it was a lot but then brampton i think was like Five hundred thousand or eight hundred thousand or something wow. like that, but and I think Mississauga I think is bigger, mm-hmm. like by just a little. I might be wrong. I don't know, um, but I mean I call that a pretty major city. Yeah, I would call that a big city. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just it's funny to see like back in the twenties, built this huge theater that's not seen outside of major cities <laughs> so like i'm sure they they're meaning it as like typically you'd find a theater of the size in like toronto mm-hmm. not brampton a yeah. suburb um which clearly has changed almost 100 <laughs> years later um but it was built to accommodate 700 people um which i noted was unheard of outside of large major cities so that was a it was a big deal um Oh, I said that part already. So it did pretty well for itself until the 70s. Um, And that's when um, multiplexes became a thing. Yeah. Um, And it couldn't compete because this was one of those like old school theaters, like real theater with like one auditorium. And Mm -hmm. it's like you go like for the show, you know, like back in the day that was like a big deal. Um, so in the seventies, multiplexes started opening, um, and the, the heritage theater started to, to decline. Um, and it closed, I think it closed at some point. And then in 1981, the city of Brampton bought it and they renoed it and they reopened it in 1983 back as a live venue again. Mm-hmm. So to do live shows and it was host to like high school graduations and college theater shows and um, all those kind of things. They had um, hosted a lot of political rallies (laughs) that got, uh, I wrote turbulent. I'm trying to remember the word that the article actually used, but um, heated, I think was one of the the Uh words they used. So Hmm. um, like, yeah. Uh, also high school plays so um in 2005 okay so this was interesting um i was i was gonna bring this up on our last episode and then i was like no i'll wait and now i can't remember what i was gonna bring it up in relation to but um apparently canada has this show or had i don't know if it's still on it's called Ghost Trackers. Huh. And it's basically, it's kind of a competition reality show for ghost hunting huh. for kids. What? Yeah. 
How cool is that? So they have so they have twelve so every episode they have twelve kids and they go uh-huh. to a location and they give them all the equipment and they let them go investigate and it's somehow it's some kind of like a competition to like huh. who gets the best evidence I guess I don't know or so, who does the best job overall or? yeah like hmm. who has good in, like I don't know and I was like oh that's awesome and like as I was reading it there was um so I googled it I googled the episode to try to find it uh huh. And, like, a bunch of links came up to watch it. And, like, yeah. they're all dead. Oh. And then it said, watch on Prime. Uh-huh. So I have Amazon Prime. So I'm like, oh, that's perfect. I am I can just go plug it in. I can just tell Apple the TV to look for it and it'll be, it'll be fine. Uh-huh. And it Prime has never heard of it. Oh. So maybe it's, like, Canadian Prime. Is that different? <laughs> I mean, they have different Netflix. Oh. So... <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so it could be. I should have I should have Karen look for it. Yeah. Next time I'm up there. She doesn't have Prime though. I bet you she could find the episode though. She can find anything. She's aces. Um but uh so anyways, I digress. Um Was that in relation to the new Ghost Hunters that's coming back, maybe? I don't know. No, it was something that you said hmm. in your during your story. And I was like, oh, that, and I don't remember what it was. I think it probably wasn't anything even directly related to the story, but it just was something that like sparked in my head that was like, oh, that, and I was like, no, I'll wait. Cause that's the, that's okay. in our next one. Um, but yeah, so I did try to look for it and I couldn't find it anywhere. So I was a little bit bummed, but like, I would watch that. That sounds yeah. awesome. That's <laughs> interesting. Um, so anyways, in 2005, an episode of that show, um, they investigated um, the Heritage Theater. And that's all I have to say about it because I couldn't find the episode. So I don't know what they found. Aww. But I thought that that was really cool. Yeah, that is cool. I need to find that episode and update. Canada's afterward. awesome. Yeah. Um, if, I, if I can dig it up or if Karen can work her magic and dig it up, like maybe because she's in Canada, she might yeah. have an easier time with it um we'll absolutely put a link up for it um that that sounded cool but that was 2005 and then in 2006 the theater finally closed and um it's been unoccupied and no access allowed since 2006 Hmm. so it's just been kind of sitting there um currently as of like 2017, the city started hearing from developers mm-hmm. to sell it, but they're okay. like looking for somebody. Like, what are you gonna do with it? Like, yeah. they have to put bids in. So, um, that's still going on. There's uh, f- uh, f- as far as everything I could find, um, that's still its status. Nobody's bought it officially or, um, um, moved forward with any kind of um, plans. But when they do, it'll be really interesting to hear Yes, if anyone can get in there and investigate during the renovations or even oh, just right yeah. after because you know that always stirs activity up. Mm-hmm. Don't change my living room. Mm-hmm. Come in and upset the order of things. They don't usually like that. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to look out for. Um, oh, there are ghosts involved in this, too. Yeah, oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> see, this is what good note-taking is, mostly. 
except for forgetting what it was originally called. Um, so the first, okay, the first thing, back in the vaudeville days, the, or it sounds like it was back in the vaudeville days. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'll just tell you. Uh, it, it's not even a story to tell you because I don't have any details. <laughs> but <clears throat> allegedly, in, so the most detail I could find was... It was the theater opened and catered to vaudeville and silent film and an actor was murdered in the dressing room. So it leads <laughs> me to believe that it happened to like a vaudeville actor. Yes. But they did like live theater in yeah. the 80s and 90s. Yeah. So I couldn't find and I tried Googling like murdered actor heritage theater, like yeah. actor death heritage theater, death air, like Every variation I could think of, and nothing would come up. The only things that would come up were links to the same articles I had already read. So, <laughs> which were super light on details. So that's going to be my gripe with this: is if you're going to say somebody was murdered there, give us a time frame. <laughs> I mean, we need more detail than just oh yeah, an actor was murdered there. Now he haunts it. Like anybody could say that. Yeah. Like so. Um, and the articles that I read that say this did credit um, an investigator as telling them this. Because mm-hmm. most of these articles were like, you know, those Halloween articles that come out every October and like, yeah. what's haunted near you? Oh, look at these five haunted locations. Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So, um, like, that's what most of the articles were. And so there were no details. But they, um, all the ones that mentioned this credit the same investigator or paranormal expert, I guess, uh-huh. with um, saying that. So, like, I would like to assume that he carries a certain amount of credibility, but you know what happens when you assume. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Still a fun story. Um, yeah, so zero details, no name, no year, no method of <laughs> death. Yes. Um, just that he was murdered in the dressing room. Um, so he's not even a description of him, which is like, if I see a ghost, I'm describing that mofo to the T. Yeah. So, um, but allegedly he has been seen around the theater. Um, one of the things that they blame on him that happens regularly. Oh my God, there's a herd of deer in my yard. Holy shit. Oh my gosh, they're so coming. Oh my god, there's a ton of them. I'm recording this. Oh, look at you, dears. Wow. wow. <laughs> Country living. <laughs> and that was all recorded. <laughs> I can't wait to edit that. <laughs> Where did I? I don't know how much of that I'm going to leave in. So there was just a giant herd of deer in my yard and we both freaked out like children. (laughs) (laughs) And I stopped to record it because what else do you do when 11 fucking deer are walking through your backyard? Wow. Um, And then they all ran across the street. I'm glad that I'm glad that it's still daylight. And because, yeah, if if they had done that, well, if they had done that at night, there's just not the visibility. Yeah. And you know how deer do. They just, Stop and wait until you're right there, and then they run out right in front. Did I tell you the one that kicked my car? <laughs> no. <laughs> this, this bitch. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> side note in the middle of my story this is probably why we have two star rating <laughs> so i was driving through victor not in the town like but like it was it, it, like a back road but it was a low speed limit still mm-hmm. so and it was there's no lights it was like yeah. super like pitch dark and um i think it might have been like either raining or sleeting a little bit too so i was going i was going even slower and it's like twisty turny and stuff and um and i was looking out for deer Mm -hmm. and so i'm going along and then i see the eyes like reflect like up ahead so i slowed down even more Mm -hmm. and then she's just standing there and then she kind of stepped out (laughs) and then so i start hitting the brake and then she stopped and she stepped back so i was like oh you're gonna let me go you're so polite (laughs) and so then she just stood there so i started rolling but i I was still going super slow because I don't trust them. Yes. So I probably was going like 30 mm-hmm. and the speed limit's like 45. So, or maybe just under 30. And uh, so I'm going. And then, of course, right as I get to her, a giant SUV starts coming the other way. Oh, so I can't swerve. So this bitch. <laughs> right, I shit you not, right as I get up to her, because she's on my side of the road, mm-hmm. right as I get to her, she runs right out in front of me. Of course. So I I swear, so she's running in front of me, and like I, at this point I have like a few feet. Mm-hmm. So she's running from my right to my left, so I turn towards the right, because I'm like, if worse comes to worse, I'm not going to hit the SUV, but I'll go into like a ditch or whatever. It's mm-hmm. fine. Um, so I swerved over to the right a little bit and then she stopped and then the SUV floored it. And then (laughs) because we were all so close together, like they wouldn't have had time to stop and I didn't really have time to stop. Mm -hmm. So there was just like nowhere to go for anybody because this dumbass literally stood there and waited until I was right there. You cannot tell me they don't do this. That guy who commercial with the squirrels, uh, that's deer. (laughs) That is deer. So then I... So, like, I'm still moving because I don't have time to hit the brakes fully because she was too close. So the SUV floors it and gets by, and then she keeps running. And then, so then the SUV's gone. So I start to straighten out back onto the road. And then I don't know what happened. She she swerved or something, but her back leg kicked my um, front quarter panel on the driver's side. Nice. So I don't know how that happened, but, like, I, and it didn't leave a dent or anything. So, but, like, I heard the thunk. Thunk. (laughs) Yeah. And then she kept running. Yeah. She hobbled a little bit on that leg, but she was fine. She kept going. When they just stop and stare at you from the edge of the road, I usually honk at them. Either that makes them turn around or it makes them go. And they... Make a decision. (laughs) Yeah. Like, spurs their decision-making or something. (laughs) Get out of your head. Well, like, the deer... Like, the headlights, like, hypnotize them or something. Something. Like... But it like what is it that they, it makes them want to like? She literally because she did she stepped out and then stepped back like yeah. she literally waited. I don't. Know. I don't like. Were you suicidal? Like, was your husband killed by a hunter and now you just can't live with yourself? Like, I don't know what's happening. Do you think my headlights are like a teleportation beam and I'm gonna take you to like dear Nirvana? I, I don't. <laughs> I have no idea. I've never had one like be that iffy about it either they just stand there and watch me or they're like going across the road she was playing a dangerous game yeah she's like like back and forth back and forth like oh no just kidding oh no 
Or am I? Oh, no, I am kidding. Nope, I'm not. <laughs> like, <laughs> that makes me want to. <laughs> I'm not a hunter. Like, it, if it came down to it, I don't think I could ever kill an animal. Yeah. But it makes me want to carry a rifle in my car. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a, like just to have it. Just to know that the option is there. <laughs> anyway. Where did I leave off before we were deer? Um, the <laughs> no description of the actor that was killed, maybe? Or something like that? I can't remember if you moved on from that guy. Oh! The common occurrence that's attributed to him. Oh, yes, that thing. Okay. So, this theater has... Um, you know, like, in offices and stuff, like, all the phones are connected? Yeah. Right. So, this theater, ha- at, re- at the reception desk at the front, mm-hmm. there's... Um, what do you call those things? They're like intercom phones or teleconferencing phones or um, interconference phones. Inter-office phones? Maybe. maybe. Something. But you know the kind where yeah, like the multiple like, lines and then you just hit like the button to conference or like intercom yeah, with another. Can, yeah. And you can like, yeah, you got a phone call on this line and someone else can go pick it up. Yes. So there's one of those phones at reception. There's another one all the way in the back on the other side of the theater by the dressing room mm-hmm. where this guy was supposedly killed. So, um, uh, this has happened to several different receptionists mm-hmm. and it's common enough that they'll just like, yeah, okay, whatever. It happened again. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's just whoever whose name we don't know, <laughs> which I'm like, give him a name, like figure out who he is. Um, if, if there's anybody else from Brampton who knows about this story and has maybe more information, we'd love to hear it. Um, but so, uh, oh shit! I lost my place. Oh, I lost my place because I skipped ahead. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to do this one yet. It's fine. It's fine. So, um, what'll happen is there'll be a receptionist up at the up at the front desk, mm-hmm. and the intercom light on the phone will start blinking. Yes, which means somebody's trying to get at attention. the other phone, and they want to talk to you. So they'll pick it up. And there's nobody on the other end. Hmm. And then if they try to call it back, there's no answer. They can go and look. There's nobody back there. Um, so that happens fairly often. Um, I just really wish that they're going to blame stuff on him. I really wish we knew who it was and we could like verify that somebody yeah. actually died there. Yeah, it's weird. It was you couldn't even find a newspaper article or something. Yeah, nothing. And it's Canada. Like, how many people are murdered in Canada? Actually, a lot. Well, more <laughs> Can, than you think. Can, Canada's actually not as nice as, as people might they, think. They lead you to believe. I mean, it's nice. It's just, yeah, you know what I mean. It's not stereotype. Um, they're people. Uh, just like us. Um, aside from that, you have your, your typical chills and temperature drops and all that. Um, I can poke a hole in this, but I'm going to put it out there anyways. Apparently, like a lot of people complain as soon as they walk into the theater, it's freezing. Mm-hmm. Um, air conditioning. Yeah. Just the fact that it's a wide open space, naturally going to be cooler. Um, the only part of that that I would um, question is, like, is it at all times of year? Like, every single time you walk in, it's just like, oh, holy shit, it's freezing in here. 
you know? Yeah. Because you're not, it's Canada. You're not going to have the air conditioning going in the winter. No, of course not. <laughs> so, um, but then also the, the temperature drops. Like if you're standing in one spot and the temperature suddenly drops, like unless the AC has kicked on. Yeah. And, and you're underneath the vent. <laughs> right. Then you're going to, then that's kind of like, oh, why, why do I suddenly see my breath in front of my face? Yeah. Um, I also want to throw out there, cold spots are different than temperature drops. Because, like, the temperature could drop in a room, but a cold spot? Yes. I feel like that carries a lot more weight than just the room got really cold. Mm-hmm. Because even just, so, I live in this big drafty house, right? And I could be sitting watching TV and be totally fine, and then all of a sudden I'm cold. Yeah. But it's not a paranormal thing. It's just a big drafty house. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Those things are always like, I always use those as just like something to add to the pile. Yeah. Like that's not a make it or break it thing for me. Like, oh my God. But a cold spot is, because I don't think we've ever actually gone over cold spots on this podcast. I don't think, I don't think there's been a whole lot of mention of them or just like, in passing. Yeah, I don't think there has either, but a cold spot will actually be like the rest of the room is fine or maybe the temperature drops a little bit, but like you can one actual spot you can actually like stick your hand in it and feel a difference. Yes, and you can like if you really wanted to, you could find the edges of it and see the shape yep. of it and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's why um like thermal yes. cameras are really helpful for that mm-hmm. and um just I don't want to call them thermometers. But they're like instant read infrared thermometer things. I I guess. I mean, I know some that kind of look like an EMF meter, like a digital EMF meter. Mm-hmm. That uh, Jason and Joanne have one. I think it does like EMF, and I think it I think it also does temperature, and um, mo- it does motion, like vibrations, oh. and it's like all one unit, and it's like this big scary device. I don't know how to use the thing, but <laughs> um, it does a bunch of different things, and I think I think it takes temperature also. Hmm. So then, like, if you start out in a room that's 70 degrees and you're doing, like, an EVP session and then the EMF starts going nuts and then the temperature, you can see the temperature drops down to, like, 60 degrees. Like, that's not normal. Like, that's not a draft. Yeah. (laughs) So there's something going on there. Um, But anyways, that's something that I don't think we ever actually addressed. Uh, No, I don't think we did. Um, I wrote the phone thing down three times. <laughs> hey, I'm not the only one. <laughs> I must have been really excited for it. Um, okay, there's only a couple of things left, and they're they're kind of meh. Um, but this is kind of cool, like an echo of the past type of thing. Visitors, visit, visitors. My lips are super dry. I need chapstick. That's what yeah, I'm going to blame it on. That's my excuse. Um, <laughs> Visitors have, um, uh, reported. (laughs) Brain fart. Wow. Is it time for dinner yet? (laughs) Where where am I? Here I am. Visitors have reported hearing voices. um, What the article actually used the word gaggle voices so i'm taking that to mean it's like you know when you walk into like 
a venue with a lot of people and everybody's talking. Yeah, and like it's like overlapping conversations and it's like a buzz. And so that's what I interpreted that to mean. Mm-hmm. And um, that so and in a theater that makes a lot of sense, especially a theater like that with one main auditorium and everything's going to echo. Even yeah. if you're not in the auditorium, like you'll hear it echoing from, and that's what it sounded like it was, was that, um, uh, it was coming from the auditorium. And then when, um, these people would go to investigate it, cause it would be like at a time when it's either like, um, everyone's together in one space mm-hmm. and they hear it somewhere else. Or, like, no one else is in the building and they hear it. Yeah. And they'll go to investigate, like, who's there and there's nobody there. But it, like, was clearly, like, a large group of people, like, talking over each other and everything. Um, I mean, that, to me, sounds like a residual haunting mm-hmm. um, of an audience getting ready for a show or it's intermission. Yeah. And they're all, you know, stretching their legs and conversing and everything like that. That makes a lot of sense. Um. Oh, there's the phone story again. We heard that one already. Okay. Um, oh, this still, it's one sentence and it still gives me chills. There's a figure that's cited. I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to make it more than one sentence, but <laughs> there's a figure that's been cited. Um, it hangs out by the curtains of mm-hmm. the stage. Um, it's been described as a grim reaper oh i'm getting chills just saying this it's like it's such a simple sentence but like i'm picturing it mm-hmm. and i'm just in like visualizing like as an actor i'm going up to the stage to like take my mark mm-hmm. and there's a fucking grim reaper standing there like yeah yep you <laughs> feel it you just yep she just twitched the, yeah i oh my god and like why yeah like why but there's even if that death assume that that deaths assume that that actor was murdered but that's the only character he was playing but in (laughs) vaudeville i have no idea (laughs) assuming it was vaudeville um but i'm just that's the only death that i could rather more dear no (laughs) that's the only account of any death that i could find related to this theater Hmm. that's why i'm like but what brings a grim reaper and it's not even like i mean dark figures or shadow figures like those silhouettes like that's always how they've been how i've seen them described when that's what they are like Mm -hmm. to describe something as a grim reaper like dude there has to be like a cloak yo like with the hood and the flowy and the um the Sith, Scythe, Sith, whatever. The Sith. <laughs> oh, that's another thing we have. We'll do that next episode. Um, I guess you guys will just have to listen to the next one to know what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to make a note so I don't forget. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that, out of all this stuff going on, that one got me. Even though it's just one simple sentence. A figure described as a Grim Reaper been seen multiple times at the stage curtains yep you're still me too (laughs) we're both twitching with like chills on our spines um so the last thing which i think is pretty solidifying 
Um, so the building's owned by the city. It's been owned by the city since the 80s. Mm-hmm. So when a build, I mean, I assume, well, from reading this, I know it, it works the same way in Canada, but um, <laughs> when a government owns a building, like despite, even though it's a theater, so like despite what it's going to be used for, it's um, city workers are going to be the ones going in to do maintenance and repairs and yes. that kind of stuff. Like the city is going to have their own people um, to do that. Mm-hmm. So, multiple city workers. <laughs> multiple. Have multiple. Like, m- multiple people, multiple separate instances. Um, I guess this is really... Well, the building's sitting empty now. Nobody's doing anything yes. in it. But um, when it was still open, um, th- they would go in to do whatever work they needed to do. Mm-hmm. And walk out mid-shift, huh. refuse to go back and to do whatever Interesting. work that they had to do. So they'd walk out and then just refuse to go back. Wow. And I couldn't find any details. Like, I couldn't find any specific stories. Like, nobody... I don't that I could find has come forward and been like, Oh, I work for the city of Brampton and I was supposed to go into this building to sneak the toilets. I don't know. Like whatever they do. (laughs) Yeah. Or change light bulbs, paint a room or something. Yeah. And, um, and X, Y, Z happened and I walked out and I'm never going back there again. But I mean, I feel like for, a city employee like for a government employee to do that because it's like what's it to you it's just another building to go in but for i mean for anybody like unless you're looking to get like collect on unemployment or something to go into work and then walk out mid-shift and be like i'm not going back in there like there's ghosts like i saw a grim reaper standing at the corner or at the corner at the at the (laughs) curtains um yeah i feel like that's pretty validating for whatever's going on in there. Yeah. More than just a phone ringing, I think. Or phantom voices. I would think so. I mean, for me, to keep me out of a place, I was going to say, you got to throw something at me, but you can't even say that because my apartment. <laughs> but, right? Like, something trashed my bathroom and I, I still lived there for another but it three years. at you. No, but... <laughs> It could have been. <laughs> Up until that point, I'm always, I had always been saying to myself, it's fine. It's fine. It's not a big deal. It's not like it's hurting anybody. It doesn't have, it's not throwing things. <laughs> but then doors started opening and slamming and stuff starts getting thrown. And yeah. it's like, well, okay, well, now this might be a safety issue. Um, but I never, aside from that picture of the window, mm-hmm. I never saw anything menacing. Yeah. Like, I saw things, but nothing menacing. But I feel like seeing a fucking Grim Reaper standing, like, in my way. Yeah. (laughs) Or he's, like, standing where I'm trying to go. Like, no thanks. I'll pass. I think that's my, I think that's my line. Yeah. That that would be. (laughs) That'd be creepy. (laughs) So that's Canada. Oh, Canada. I was just about to do that. We should have opened with that. I, would, I was thinking, <laughs> no, I'm going to embarrass myself because I don't know the whole thing. <laughs> Our home and native land, true patriot, <laughs> and all thy sons command. 
Ah. Maybe. I have no idea. I might have made that up, but it <laughs> sounds good. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, that's our, that's our, we're done. That's our Canadian <laughs> episode. You can shut us off now if you want, or you can listen to us ramble for like 27 more minutes. Um, <laughs> it won't be that long. No, just, um, just to irritate you all and remind you to follow all of our social medias. Um, feel free to DM us, email us, um, Twitter, Instagram, at my fave haunting, Facebook, search up my favorite haunting, uh, give us a like, give us a follow, rate us, review, please rate and review. That makes our day. If you're, if you are going to rate us low, you're allowed to please tell us why. Yes. We would like to know. We really would. Um, but so far you guys are fucking phenomenal and yeah. Thanks for listening the end i don't know <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. you look like you were waiting for me to say something i don't know I, I don't know i just i don't i feel like it's weird how we it just i know stop. our endings are always so awkward that's why i like leave it recording while we're talking and then i like fade it out okay. so it's like it just kind of and then sometimes we say something silly and it's like if somebody listens all the way to the end they might get a little treat <laughs> like a marvel movie yeah you wait till the credits are done and you get a little treat, a little reward for your time for like, reading through every single like graphic designer yeah. and every single, I was going to say every single background, but I can promise you that background doesn't make it onto that screen. I can tell you from experience. <laughs>